Hello, my name is Merlin Mar Johnson. I am the Executive Vice President of Salazar Resources, which is a Canadian-listed Ecuadorian explorer developer. Salazar Resources has a market cap of around 50 million um, Canadian. It's listed on the TSXV and on the OTCQX. Uh, we've already made a, a great discovery in the Eldomo mine, and that has gone through feasibility and is in permitting now. Uh, so we've submitted the EIA. Uh, that's got a considerable NPV value on it, and we've farmed out 75% on that. So we are fully carried all the way through to production on that. That underpins our valuation, and we are looking to make the next great discovery, the next great copper gold discovery in Ecuador through our 100% portfolio and our fantastic exploration team. Alan, lovely to have you back on board. I haven't seen you since July uh, to talk about Salazar. Um, just wonder, if there was time link to catch up at the end of the year, so see how you have progressed and if you've delivered on everything that you said you would in 2021 and maybe a, a little snapshot of what 2022 could be like. Um, I think I do want to talk to you though about Ecuador as a jurisdiction. We have talked about it before, but it would suggest uh, a recent ruling, Los Citros ruling suggests that the government is not as pro-mining as they said they would be. Oh my goodness. Um, well, there's been so much that's happening uh, that has happened in Ecuador over the past 12 months. Firstly, the, uh, I will come to the Los Cedros ruling, but the, the key thing to remember is that the new government was inaugurated in um, late May, and that's his President Lasso and his uh, and his centre right party. Um, <clears throat> they were dealing with the, the 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 pandemic at the time, the COVID pandemic, and they did this huge vaccination program. They were incredibly effective and pragmatic, and solution focused on that. And then they turned their um, eye to the mining sector. And in late July, President Lasso called the first meeting in over a decade with the Chamber of Mines, and he laid out his plan for the development of the country, which included the need for foreign direct investment and export growth and job creation and all of that. And the, and the mining sector is one of the few sectors in Ecuador that can provide that kind of investment and that kind of um, economic stimulus. So he came very positive on, on the mining sector. He's not a kind of naturally, he's not naturally a mining guy. He hasn't got a lot of background in mining, but he set out this um, um, executive decree number 151, which was a set of pragmatic steps to ensure that the mining, um, responsible mining industry didn't have any obstacles and had a kind of a, a way to look through um, to kind of continued investment. And practical things that have come out of that is that he's, aligned all of the um, the ministries we've seen that the um the, the with the feasibility study on El Domo we've seen that the there's huge amount of kind of federal support for this um, project because they can see that it's going to be um, stimulating 200 million dollars 250 million dollars of investment into Ecuador um so that lots of a leadership from the top um when i spoke to him about um six weeks ago he's i asked him directly i said are we going to have um so you spoke to who the president i, I there was the, the cop 26 meeting up in up in um up in glasgow and i went up there and there was a fringe um he he, he did his big declaration about the marine biosphere and then there was an afternoon where he there was an ecuador afternoon and there was an hour-long session with a bunch of investors um uh, to which I went and I asked him the direct question, are we going to get our mining permit uh, next year? And he hummed and hawed and he said, eventually, yes. Um, and then um, well, he I asked, sorry, let me clear. did he eventually say yes or did he say eventually you will get it? No, 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 no. He, 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 he had spent the previous hour and a half 
not being I'm not answering direct questions. And then I asked him a direct question and he started giving his kind of generalist. Uh, well, we're going through the due process and due protocols. And then he looked me in the eye and he said, yes, you're going to get your mining permit. Um, because our project is the next major mine to be built in Ecuador. It's the, the only thing that's directly ready to put in $200 million next year or the next couple of years. And he knows that it's we've complied with, um, with all of the kind of social norms, all the regulatory stuff in that area. So there are no red flags. And he had previously, two weeks ago, and before that, he'd met with the team in Ecuador and all of the ministries are working towards it. So, you know, very positive. He also, just a month ago in Expo Minas, or um, actually earlier this month, he said the mining cadastro is going to open up in January or early next year, which will be a huge stimulus to exploration investment and is a key step in the development of the mining industry in Ecuador. So that's all positive. But yes, you're right. A week ago, there was this ruling up in the north, um, uh, a, a license held by two companies, uh, in, in a particular cloud forest right on the border with Colombia. And the constitutional court uh, made a ruling and said that nature has a part in the Ecuadorian, has a voice in the Ecuadorian constitution. And it wasn't a unanimous vote, but it was decided that these two companies should not, having failed to comply with the um, environmental work, and having failed to comply with the social work, under the, in, in their opinion, Incidentally, this isn't the opinion of the, of the, the mines ministry or the environmental agency that, you know, the companies have complied with all of the rules and all of the norms. So this was kind of an extrajudicial um, act by the, the constitutional court. And it's been rebutted by the, the Chamber of Mines. And we've had very strong words from the from the government saying we are committed to responsible mining. So, that, but, the, but the, the, sorry, this is really, really important because it'll either, you know, um, it'll uh, encourage people or it'll put them off if, if we get the wording right. So the, the ruling was specifically against two, two companies who hold a, a license who had failed to deliver on on their, uh, well, as required um, by, by not who? Even, not even that, not even that. They had complied with all of the rules I mean, this is, going to be, this is going to be contested by the mining companies and it's going to be contested and it's going to be supported, I'm, I should imagine, by the government, the, the, the mines ministry. It's, it's actually the Ministry of um, Energy and Non-Renewable Resources um, <clears throat> and the Environment Ministry, because this was a, a, a ruling which is beyond the scope of the constitutional court. It, it, it opens up a can of legal worms for the government associated with those two licenses. So uh, uh, it's early days. And we've got to see how the process goes. But I, I, from the tone of the language, from the conversations we've had internally with government in Ecuador, they are keen to put a lid on this and just say, no, that's just, it's, a, a, it's bonkers, and B, it's um, related to those two specific licenses. Right. So you, you, as far as you're concerned, from what you heard from the president's mouth, his, his own lips, they are not anti-mining, they're pro-mining. There's lots of companies already operating in, in, in country, I, I, I know, but in terms of new mining, they're not anti it at all. It's not a case of nature first at all costs. It's be responsible miners and follow rule of law and we're all good. Is that, is that what you're trying I, to say? Yes, yes. I mean, they are actually anti-illegal mining. They are they're really right. trying to crack down on illegal mining and artisanal mining. Not um, 
it, it's illegal artisanal. It's unregulated, illegal mining, um, environmentally destructive, socially disruptive mining that they're really trying to crack down on. But they're equally trying to stimulate the growth of a responsible mining industry um, in Ecuador. And they are, the government is crystal clear to us. They say, you have to have best practice uh, social engagement. You have to have community development. You have to be environmentally responsible. And to which we say, absolutely, we agree. And come and have a look at the work that we're doing. It is first rate. Uh, we're very fortunate that in Ecuador, we've got a couple of really good examples uh, of, of community work. And we're a leading one in um, Salazar Resources is a, is a leading exemplar on for an exploration and development company. But then we've also got Lundin Gold with the Fruits del Norte mine, which is in production. And that those, and there's the, the, the Chinese mine, um, Chinese run Mirador mine. And between the two of those, they are making such a valuable contribution to the economic um, side of Ecuadorian life that the, the government is really keenly aware if they say, oh, look, this is what it looks like when it's done well. And this is the positive contribution that it can do socially and economically for the country. Yes, we want to respect nature, but there's a balance in here and we are supporting well-run, responsible projects. It's as simple as that. Okay. So is that, that one we should keep a, a watching brief on in case things change? Because it sounds like there's some there'll be some challenges from possibly both sides on this topic, won't there? Well, yes, yes, there will. But I, I would say... Um, just watch for progress. Just look at, see when the cadastre opens early next year. That'll be a key step. And then the next thing will be that is, is the mining license for um, El Domo. And whether that comes in uh, three, six or eight months or 12 months, um, in the timetable that we've given ourselves, we've given 12 months um, because these are complex issues. You know, the, the environmental social impact assessment that we put in was a, you know, a huge documentation. And so these things have to be done properly, but um, during the course of 2022, we certainly expect to get the mining permit. And I think um, th that will be a key kind of uh, demonstration point that Ecuador is continues to be open to business for mining as it, as it already is. I mean, it's, it's not as if, you know, we'll be the first, it's just the continuation of that growth profile. Okay. So the ESIA has been submitted. That typically takes how long to um, process? Oh, we've given ourselves 12 months. Okay. Um, the government is working very hard on it. Uh, if we can get it in less than six months, it would be fantastic. Uh, anywhere between six months and 12 months would be good. Um, anything over the 12 months, well, it's taking longer than we'd expected, but we certainly don't expect it to be uh, longer than 12 months. And in the, in, the, in the timeline, we've given ourselves 12 months. So right. this time next year. Okay. And, and you've got to be cautious here because you also said to us that you would be drilling on, on four targets this, this year. You've only done two. First of all, why was that? And um, talk us through. Yes, grade, your, yeah. grade yourself. On I know. I'm grade grade myself. I grade Salazar Resources on delivery of this exploration. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it hasn't. We haven't done all four. That's absolutely correct. Um, we drilled Los Osos, which is right next to Congrejos. We did um, just under 5,000 meters there. Um, technical success. We got gold in almost every hole. In fact, we got gold in almost every sample, but the grades just weren't as high as we wanted to, to make a big splash. So not a success. Not a success. Technical success means we'll leave that for a while. That's what that means. Um, well, yes, but if you look at the grades that we got, they're, they're just as good as um, results that other people are shouting about. You know, um, our, our results are pretty good, but we are looking for 
tier one, high grade, large scale assets and, you know, things that are going to just. Add what's, that, what's that mean? What's that mean? Because that, that's quite ambitious when a, when a small company says that, because usually they're, as you say, clamoring for, to put any kind of news out. So when you say we're prepared to discount where others may find wonderful news because we're after tier one, that's a, that's a very determined path you're taking. So w- what does that mean? Well, it, it simply means that in Ecuador, uh, it's so underexplored that you might as well uh, look for something big and um, high grade as you would for something small. Um, because it's the land of the giants, so to speak. You know, you've got the, the Andean porphyries that come up. Um, in, in the presentation that I've been doing in the last uh, couple of months, I've got a slide in there which talks about the evolution of uh, discovery in the Andes. So there was a 20-year golden period of exploration in Chile um, when the, the kind of the major, the low-hanging fruit, the big assets were, were discovered. And that goes includes um, Escondida and Coyahuasi and a whole bunch of others, Spence. Um, and that was from the mid-70s to the mid-90s. In Peru, there was also a 20-year period from the mid-80s to 2005 when Las Bambas was discovered. And in that 20-year period, you had all of these great deposits, Purina, Yanacocha, um, uh, Rio Blanco, etc. And so we're now into that kind of 20-year discovery period in Ecuador when the big assets are going to be found. And we are putting our efforts into making those kinds of discoveries. And, you know, you've got uh, Cascabel, which was found by uh, Solgold, and that added at one stage a billion dollars of, of value. You've got, it's come down a bit. Um, you've got Solaris with the Warinza project. You know, that's added over a billion dollars worth of value. And these are big porphyries. They are, um, you know, kilometer holes of close to 1% copper in in some cases, actually 1% copper. And that's the kind of thing that we're looking for. We're looking for assets which can really make a difference on the global scale. Okay, so th- that, that paints a picture of what you're after. That didn't work out at Los Osos. Ruben Yahweh, haven't heard anything. Okay, you know, we started drilling Ruben Yahweh um, in uh, October. It was always been one of Freddie's favorite targets. Now, the geologists in the team have been slightly cautious about it because even though it's on a porphyry trend, it's actually just outside the trend in a, in a mobile belt. It's kind of a, a bit of geology that's been really um, mucked around and sheared and faulted. And so it didn't have all the classic alteration marks of a porphyry, plus it was marked uh, masked by um, younger volcanics. We've put a hold underneath our key target. We've We've just taken, um, this is not actually, we haven't put out a news release on this, but, um, you know, we haven't put out a results uh, notice because we haven't got results. There are delays in the labs. Um, it's, it's being processed, but from the geology that I can see, it's okay, but I'm not, exp- it hasn't got the right kind of geology to shout we're in a big porphyry system. There's sulfides, there's, there's, there's good structure, but it hasn't got the geology for me that shouts, um, we're onto a kind of a recognizable geological system um, right. of, of, a, of a deposit. So yes, we have to wait for the results because there were some spectacular grades at surface in these quartz veins um, on a structure and we've come underneath it and we've found very similar geology. So it may have spectacular grades. It may not, but for me, it's, it's like, ooh, and we're not sure what we've got here. Okay, so what are you excited about then? Because obviously since we spoke, there's a feasibility study come out. There's you've a bunch of other targets which we've talked about in the past. So what are you excited about? Yes, and and again, kind of grading on what kind of how have we advanced the, the four projects? We I've talked about two that we've um, drilled, but uh, haven't got totally excited about. Well, the next two, um, we've actually added a third as um, a fifth. We're, we're just 
totally we're, we're beside ourselves with excitement. The first one is called El Potro, which was a new introduction to the to the portfolio uh, in September of this year, and it is a um, it came came through our local network. It came through contacts um, that we had in Ecuador. Uh, it's a uh, 1,100 hectare mining license, a small-scale mining license. So we've got all the right permits to be able to to kind of advance exploration there. And our geologists are we're the first geologists on site. There've been no professional geologists on site, and basically, it's a huge, rich porphyry sticking out of the ground at the surface. It's just beyond exciting. Um, there are incredible stock works around. There's chalcopyrite, bornite, um, molybdenite, all of the right um, copper minerals that one that a geologist woo, could get really excited about. Yeah, um, and, yeah so put it in English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, these, these big porphyry systems come, can when they're at, at surface, you can sometimes get a, a, something called a lithocap sitting on top, um, which is often an indication that you're in the center of something and you can get a kind of a, a surrounding it, you can get stockworks and then you can get kind of a halo of molybdenite. Um, we have got all of those indications. We've got the stockworks, but incredibly intense stockwork, very, very high density of quartz veining. Uh, we've got kind of a halo of molybdenite around the outside and actually molybdenite coming into it. We've got copper minerals shot through it. And we've done a channel sample across this lithocap and we've we've tested five, uh, 100 meters of it. The eastern end graded uh, 0.2 grams a ton, and then the western 50 meters graded two and a half grams a ton. I mean, this is super grades over big distances. We are all totally stoked about El Potro, so that's that's really exciting. Um, and that's what are you going to do, gonna do about it though, in terms of you know? Well, we may should talk money in in, in in a minute, but what do you, is that become your number one priority as a result? Uh, yes, yes, it is. We've got to build a camp up there. It's quite uh, remote. It's not far from the. It, it's it's not far, but they're just the, the the road isn't built up there yet. So we've got to get the the camp built, and then we can do systematic exploration. It's really windy and rainy up there. We were going to call the project Hell, but we've um, ended up calling it Cult. Um, it's gone from Infierno to um, Potro, which means cult or foal. Uh, so once we've got a camp up there, then we're going to do systematic exploration and we'll come into drilling it next year. Uh, ideally, we'd get it done sooner, but there's a terrible weather window in the middle of the year, so it'll probably be September. Okay, so we're pushing as hard as we can for that. Understood. Um, Let's talk about the other two. Los Santos, okay. Um, Macaramina, uh, we always were planning to drill that um, right at the end of the year, um, but the Water permits, it's going to be um, probably early next year, probably um, end of Q1, Q2. So uh, apologies, that is, an, that is a slip. But the, 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 the next project that we've been working on is Los Santos. And we, we were ready to drill this almost uh, in the middle of the year, but we haven't signed the, the um, definitive agreement. So it, we signed the letter of intent or the, the, um, the MOU a year ago in, early, in December, the, um, December the 10th, so pretty much a year ago. Um, and it's taken us a full year working with our local partner just to get the signature on the blinking um, definitive agreement. We went round and round and round. And I, I was joking in the end. I said, it's, it's, we're not trying to merge BHP and Valley here. It's a simple earning. Anyway, while we were doing that. So who, who's, who's the partner? Who's the other partner? Oh, it's just a local, a local owner who had the license. and It's been sitting on it for 20 years doing nothing at all. They right. had one just who had a pendulum who was going around saying, I think there's gold over here. Um I mean, it was, it was beyond comic. During the time that we were doing all those negotiations, our team has been working like troopers in the field. We've just uh, announced 
that uh, we've discovered six new target areas within this. Now, Los Santos, just to remind you, is to the, to the east of Cangrejos, where Lumen and Gold have got 17 million ounces um, of, of contained metal, um, contained gold. Um, <clears throat> so we have got some luminous style targets in that license area, which is big, it's 2,200 hectares. We've got um, six target areas, um, some breaches, some we got some really nice gold results you know, on structure, you know, 21 meters at three grams a ton. Um, in fact, when we opened up that, uh, when we found that structure and took 21 meters at uh, three grams a ton, we thought, okay, we'll just go a hundred meters uh, onto the flank of the hill and we'll put a little, we'll put in a trench across here. We hit with our first, as we kind of went down, uh, we hit some really good material. It came out 10.7 grams a ton. Um, and the local guys who are the local laborers that we use, they said, oh, no, this is this. We want to mine this. And they started coming with sacks and we quickly covered it in the thing and said, no, no, nothing to see here. Move along. Um, so you know, we've got some super gold targets. But really recently, in fact, we haven't even got the results back on this. And quite close to the camp, we found this extraordinary set of copper um, showings. So in a creek that runs east-west, the, the, the whole fabric and the, all the mineralization in this uh, area runs north-south. We found this creek running east-west, and in it, there are um, we, there's an outcrop of about 180 meters, and over half of it has got sheeted veins of chalcopyrite with bornite. Um, these are copper-rich minerals. You know, bornite is 67% um, uh, copper. Chalcopyrite has 34.5% copper. Sheeted veins, veinlets of um, chalcopyrite, um, up to 2% bornite in some of them, you know, 15 meter wide. They're almost stockwork zones, but because they've got this orientation that we prefer to call them sheeted, there's copper in the matrix of the rocks. And we've got uh, 92 meters of this across the 180 meters. I mean, it's more than half of it is made up of incredible copper mineralization visually. I mean, some are less intense than others, but three or four of them are just, I, I mean, mind-blowing so very easy to drill we're just going to come in and just um, drill across that so we're hugely excited about los santos and we should be drilling that uh, we, as i said we were drilling ready to drill it earlier this year now we've got the permits uh have a put the platforms in have a quick christmas break and then we'll just hit it hard early january That's, okay so you're very excited about the geology there i'm not sure if the market recognizes it yet or understands it yet because you seem to just track your other business partner, Adventus Mining, uh, in the sense that if, if, if they're doing something, you get a reaction from the market. If they go down, you, you go down. So um, how, do you, how do you start to get credit value for the projects outside of the Adventus deal um, this year? I mean, is it just, you've got to put out some good drill results? Is it as simple as that? Or it's a is simple there a story to be told? It was as simple as that because everything that all of the value that we've been doing so far has been linked to the El Dome and Kuripanda project. And all of the exploration stuff that we've been talking about has, has essentially um, just been talked so far, and we've just got to deliver those results. Uh, watchers of our stock, and there are lots of people watching. Um, you know, I speak to a lot of fund managers who say, once you've got your uh, once you've delivered your kind of your first major intersection, we're going to be coming into this because we really like the team. We really like the way that you operate in Ecuador. If we're going to go into Ecuador, we need to go in with a, uh, a group that really understands it and knows how to operate there. 
Um, but we can't do it at the moment because um, you haven't got your independent, 100% owned major kind of target. So yeah, we're waiting for the, um, as soon as we get our own drill rigs in, I mean, the, the, the way I talk about it internally with our team is I say, guys, we can take our share price from 30 odd cents 30 to 35 cents to 50 or 60 cents on the back of Eldomo as we get the mining permit, maybe even 70 cents. But to, and that's, let's call it a double. But if we want to really turn this into a five or a 10 bagger, we've got to pull out a, um, a real resource. And we're here to make those big discoveries. That, that, that's, that's certainly the aim. And I think, you know, I think the, the big chance for you next year, apart from the drilling, is the financing of the drilling. So you've got some income through from the, the, the drill rigs which you, and, and the management fees, et cetera, um, that you operate. But when, when would you go out to try to raise a, a decent chunk of money? Is it, you know, are we looking, because obviously you've got two, two, two projects you've said, it'll be the third, fourth quarter of next year before we get out then. You've got one target now. So you need that to kind of hit for you at the beginning of the year to be able to go and even countenance having those conversations at these prices, don't you? Yes. Okay. So um, we, we may only drill El Potro in, the, in, in Q3, but there's, um, as we uncover that porphyry, we're going to be able to produce more and more evidence that we're onto something really big. So I don't think on El Potro, it looks so good. And we're already getting inbound. It's only 40 kilometers north of Rio Blanco in Peru, which is 1.2 billion tons at um, 0.7% copper. And it's got all of those hallmarks. I mean, I have spent hours already speaking to majors who are very interested in that project. So I don't think we're going to need necessarily a drill rig, a drill hole on, on that particular one. But um, in answer to your question, we will end the year with around $3 million in cash, uh, which is more than enough to carry us through till kind of um, Q3 next year and fund the drilling on Santos and on Macara. Um, <clears throat> and do loads of really good work on El Potro. During that time, we hope that the, um, the mine permit comes through on um, uh, El Domo. So we think we're going to be in a very good position um, before we need to come back to the market. Okay. Well, look, um, I appreciate the update. Um, I just wanted to sort of, you know, if things had gone entirely to plan in 2021, and I think, you know, broadly, yes. And I think looking at your share price behavior is slightly erratic, but moving sideways is a win in this market, I think, for the last four or five months. So um, that's not been too bad, but it's more about how do you set yourself up for next year? And I think you seem to be very clear about what you need to do and the order of play. So I appreciate that. Getting getting drills turning in Ecuador for us has been quite slow, and just in terms of permits and, and hitting those targets. Um, getting access into the ground. But Los Santos... Um, is completely open. We've got the platforms being built at the moment. We will be starting the year with the bang. Plus, we've just got those extraordinary copper showings. I've never really seen anything like it um, that we're going to be putting a, a hole under uh, very soon. We got, we, we've taken uh, about 100 meters of saw cut uh, channel samples, kind of more or less two meter um, samples. And those, so those results will be coming back in January and February as well. So we, we might start on the gold and then move to the copper during the course of that drill program. But yeah, straight out of the gates uh, next year.